this morning. Plus, of course, we're waiting to see what the United States does on interest rates. And the European Central Bank says about inflation and interest rates this week. Portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group, Siboniso Ngomalo, is with us this evening. And Siboniso, I mean, I suppose it is all about the data once again. It's boring, but them's the facts. We're waiting for the ECB and for the, uh, for the, uh, the U.S. Central Bank uh, to, to make announcements. Yes, Bruce, good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. Yes, Bruce, the market today, one of those boring days, rather quiet. The market is looking for direction. And these days happen when the market's saying, wait, let's look at what the Fed's going to do. How much are they going to increase interest rates by? Because the market is basically trying to assess, is this the peak in terms of interest rates? Because if this is the peak, then the market then might start getting a little bit more optimistic about the future in terms of will rates start declining um, at some point in the future. So an important data point, um, and obviously nothing much happened today. Nothing much happened today, but it is all about how the U.S. Fed perceives the inflation threat and how the ECB perceives the inflation threat that's going to determine whether or not this boom of a January we've had persists into February and March. Yes. I mean, Bruce, the markets are what's called a discounting mechanism. So markets look ahead and they say, these are the future profits that companies are going to generate in the future. And then the market then assigns some form of interest rate and discounts that back to today. And that's the price that investors pay for today's assets. Now, with that long story that I've just said, what does that mean? It means that the higher interest rates are, the lower investors are going to pay for today's profits, for me, for tomorrow's profits. And so, therefore, that's why interest rates matter. That's why interest rates matter. And so, with the Fed then, um, the world is looking forward, and the company, investors are, are looking at this and trying to digest and say, wait, if, if inflation persists, if inflation stays high for longer, then actually our investment returns aren't going to be as attractive. And so, therefore, we need to pay lower prices. Now, what's happened in January, the market started off with a roll because they're saying the market is anticipating, I suppose, lower rates in the future. So we're about to find out whether that is true or not. Because if it is not true, the market could come off, Bruce. Uh, it, it could absolutely. So we watch very, 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 very closely. Pips training update today wasn't all that inspiring. Did you find it inspiring? I didn't find it inspiring. Was it inspiring? It wasn't inspiring, Bruce, but it's got, it's got to be within a context. Um, because we saw Pips three months um, trading update and said, yeah, you know, they talked about group revenues up 6.5%. If you look at it and you break down the actual segment, clothing and general merchandise, that was up. 10.8%. That is inspiring, Bruce. And a lot of that is driven by their, what they call a successful back-to-school. And they're very good at that. They're back-to-school. That's the biggest segment of their business. It's close to 70% of their business. But when we look at further, like the furniture business, that was basically set, 0.3% revenue growth. Um, the, the, the building materials one, that was like 3%. Again, not inspiring. But actually, the laggard in their group is their fintech business. So that was down 10%. And so, yes, a bit lackluster. But the consumers under pressure in South Africa, we've got load shedding. And so the cost of running businesses, that's a bit high. And so you can see that coming through. But Bruce, I do think that if we look at the clothing and general merchandise, 10.8% increase in revenue growth. No, that is, that is quite solid. So the devil sometimes in the detail. There's the details here say there's some good segments in PIP and what we know them for. And actually there's some ones which are just struggling. Wonderful. And there's an advertising industry guy 
running one of the country's biggest grocery firms. Now, this is weird. I mean, Mike Bosman um, has got a long career in the South African advertising industry. He was a director on the board of SPA. Then he was made the chairman when the chairman was moved aside. Then the CEO um, resigned or retired. Um, and Mike Bosman suddenly is now interim CEO as well. He's got a lot on his shoulders, hasn't he? Yes, he does. I mean, at SPA, which generally SPA actually had historically long-tenured executives who had been brought up within the business, within running the business. But obviously the business then went and acquired some assets offshore, and uh, especially an asset in Poland, and that hasn't worked out well. And so then that heralded um, quite a lot of pressure on those managers, and we saw quite a change in the senior executive uh, roles. Mike Bosman has come in as chairman, and while he, they're looking for a CEO, so they're saying, hey, while we're looking for a CEO, Mike's going to occupy both the chairman role and the CEO role. It is quite a bit, but Mike's a very competent man. Okay, good. We watch his uh, his uh, new job. I mean, he won't be the CEO in perpetuity. They are saying they expect yeah. to have a full-time CEO yeah. in the next three months. Gavin Hudson, he's been the guy involved in the attempted turnaround at Tongart. Four years in, a business rescue plan due at the end of next month, and he'll be leaving at the same time. Yes, Bruce. This is an interesting one, Bruce. I remember four years ago when this announcement came out, and you and I actually discussed this. Um, and it's taken four years to try and uh, turn this business around from that accounting scandal. The court case um, is still continuing. I mean, it was adjourned, I think, until the end of February, too. So coincidentally, we're going to have the court case with the executives that were accused of their accounting fraud coming back. We're going to have Gavin finishing his tenure um, of four years of attempting to turn around the business. And then we're going to have the final business rescue plan, which has been postponed. It was supposed to be today uh, um, or tomorrow. And then now it's extended a month. So we are going to be able to tell a lot of information on Tongart um, at the end of February. And, uh, yeah, that will be in the details there, too. If somebody stays in a job for four years, can you call it a tenure? Anyway, Sibuni Songomalo, thank you, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Thank you very much for joining us this evening on The Money Show. Uh, yeah, you can forget it if you were